Welcome, everybody, to the Long Overdue Podcast, a production of Decatur Public Library in Decatur, Texas. We're all here. It's Hello. Denise. Hi. And Chris. Hello. And Dawn. Hello. And me, I'm Pat. And we're here today talking about vampires. And I, I just sense the uh, excitement in your voice. The excitement. In my, oh, no, that are- was just about getting to introduce the the episode. Oh, nothing about vampires. <laughs> okay. She was really excited. I think that she should get to do it more often. Hmm. We'll see. I said I'm happy to take my turn. I don't need extra turns. Oh, okay. How many turns do you need? Well, one in four would, you know, there's four of us. Okay. So that how we're going to do this then? <laughs> That's how we started doing it. And That's then how we, we started. Yeah. I'll do whatever you ask. Just if you matter. want me to do it, I'll Long do it. As long as somebody does it. <laughs> and then moves right along. Yes. <laughs> right, yes. To the subject. Yes. Yeah. Which is vampires. Vampires. Not witches. Everybody's vampires. just like so excited about <laughs> vampires. Let's just talk about vampires. And I'm like, let's get in the mood. It's mm-hmm. yeah. vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that was a little too <laughs> chirpy and perky for <laughs> vampires, wasn't it? I guess it depends on your vampire, you know, mythology. Mm-hmm. What, you know, yeah. your mm-hmm. framework for what vampires are. And mm-hmm. Okay, so that. let's talk, about, let's talk our, about that. our stereotypical vampire. Let's get that out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They sleep all day and they come out at night. Yeah have fangs mm-hmm. yeah they drink blood mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. some of them turn into bats mm-hmm. or that, other creatures and wolves other, other creatures what? And, and clouds of mist yep oh i have heard of that is that other creatures well i think that more i think transforming is stereotypical Okay. Into bats, but I never heard about vampires turning into other things hmm, hmm. interesting Okay, so I've heard more. of other things turning into other things, but not <laughs> vampires. They have no reflection. Yeah, right. Right. Yes. That? They don't like garlic. Is that well? I guess that's a pop culture stereotype. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Typical, and you can kill them with a wooden, a steak. wooden, steak. A wooden steak and the sun. A pencil but will do. <laughs> but you <laughs> have to. Pitch. You have to cut their head off. Is the wooden stake? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's a wooden stake, and then you have to cut the head off. Because if you remove the wooden stake, they come back to life. Ugh, that's not Or you can burn them, right? (laughs) I don't know. Burn them, and then they're gone? I think that that's Twilight. Well, I know that's Twilight, but I thought that was also, that wasn't (laughs) just Twilight. Maybe. I thought that was part of it. Can you set them on fire? Well, because if they go outside, the sun sets them on on fire. And then they're dead. What happened from dawn till know. dusk? From dawn from till dusk, dusk till dawn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got the it movie? backwards. Yeah. Um, With George Clooney. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. They're bank robbers. Uh-huh. And they rob a bank. And they end up in uh, Winnebago with a family. And they make them take them to Mexico. Okay. And so it's the father and the daughter... 
and the two bank robbers. So which ones are vampires? And the sun. None of them. (laughs) Yes, and the sun. That's right. So then they go, they cross the border to Mexico. Uh Uh-huh. They end up at a... red light district. Yes. They end up at... They end up at a strip club. The strippers are all vampires. Yes. And the band, too. Everybody. Everybody. That's in the strip club. Everybody that works there is... Is a vampire. So, right. So then it goes crazy. There's a little bit of fighting that goes on. You've not seen this? I've seen this. Oh. But I want to know what happens <laughs> she, to the She vampires. wants to recap. <laughs> so, do they die in a fire? I know that... I don't remember. It's been a, it's been a while. So... Some of them are killed, but how are they killed? And and it's like a mess. Yes, it's very messy. Mm-hmm. They built well. They are killed in a variety of ways. Yes, like that was one of the things that was really unusual about the vampires. And that is that they are really soft. So like, even though they were like strong and they could tear people's limbs off and stuff, like some of these guys would come up and just be like, whoosh, and like just take their heart out in one movement. Just and that matters. Taking the it, heart out, it, yeah, it killed it, killed the vampire. Could you, huh. could, but you couldn't do that in to a normal person. It's behind their ribs. How would you just reach in? Well, I don't know. I was just watching Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom the other day, and he did know, it just fine. He just reached <laughs> right in the chest cavity and yanked out What's that. that? What's that called? Psychic surgery? Oh yeah, psychic surgery. Psychic surgery. I think we need to call MythBusters. <laughs> <laughs> See if these are actual plausible things that could happen mm. really so mm-hmm. i just want to say that selma hayek was in from dust till dawn uh-huh. really? yep. yeah i can believe that yeah okay. was she a vampire yes yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> yes yes she was but uh i don't remember them ever setting them on fire i remember they finally defeated them by uh, blowing holes in the walls so all the sunlight could right because it was daytime uh, but i don't did they catch on fire i think they just exploded or something yeah i think they just exploded because of the sunlight mm-hmm. yeah not because mm-hmm. they were on fire but they, and they exploded that's yeah they oh, exploded. that's interesting yeah but they used holy water that they put in like a super soaker or something mm-hmm. like that uh they did made they just bless it themselves yeah cause well the, i the, think the the father the was, father that was in the Winnebago that they kidnapped. I think he was some kind of like he was a former pastor yeah. or something like that. Okay, not that was so, so convenient. Not, so, a, not so a Catholic still apply. Pri- yeah, not a Catholic <laughs> okay. priest. No, but no. Apparently, he could still bless water. He could bless water. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they did that, and then they made a stake machine. That that had, remember had oh, the stake. Oh, a stake. Yeah. Yes. It was like a it was like a yeah. It was like a piston powered stake. Yeah. And he went through and like. Mowed down a bunch of vampires. How did they do that in less than 24 hours? That's a good question. They all must have had some mad skills. Uh I mean, it was like from dusk Dusk. until dawn. So that wasn't even 24 hours. Right. (laughs) They did make a sequel. Yes, I never saw that one. And it was called From Dusk Till Dawn 2. Really? Yep. Didn't they make a television series as well? Yes, on the Del Rey channel. But that was actually done by Robert Rodriguez, who directed the first movie. Mm. Let me just say... I didn't know what I was getting into when I got that movie. <laughs> because it had George Clooney in it. Right. Uh-huh. And it just was dusk till dawn. And I, I just didn't even think a, a whole lot about it. Yeah. I, I thought, think it's oh, one of the be best good. roles that George Clooney has mm-hmm. ever Really? Yeah. yeah. I actually agree. Interesting. So, yeah. It wow. was kind of a little bit of a surprise. It's like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Okay. <laughs> Did you like it? Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. It was brutal. It, it wasn't. Was fine. I never did. I didn't watch the second one. 
Yeah, I've only <laughs> seen the first one. It had Robert Patrick in it. Is that his name? Hmm. What was his name? He was the guy in that Scorpion Scorpion. Show. Yeah, yeah, the the FBI, CIA, yeah. whatever that guy was. Yeah. He was, in, he was in the sequel. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I think I mentioned this when we talked about werewolves, but the silver. So, yay or nay, the silver effect vampires? Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I they, don't think typically, but there are. Yeah, I know there's mythologies where they, yeah, they use silver. Like one of the one of the fiction series that's that I'm going to talk about, it's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think witches, too. Like, in some cases, they say, like, silver things are supposed to affect witches. Like really? Yeah. Hmm. In different folk myths and stuff but they were all figuring out what to do about these vampires and they're all like well, what, what you know wooden stakes and sunlight and you know garlic or whatever and and the one guy was like silver and they're like what and he's like silver affects vampires and they're like no it doesn't it's like, no. i know i read somewhere that silver affects vampires and it, and then the daughter was like do you have any silver does anybody have any silver like, no, no. Then, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> does not apply. <laughs> hmm. So funny. Hmm. Well, I did a little research because I was just kind of curious about not the mythology of vampires, mm-hmm. but like vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're so, talking about real vampires now. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, uh, well, I was trying to find them. And so I did find the vampire. See, I wrote down the um, the initials, and then I forgot what they are. I think it's the Vampire Community of Austin. Like, like real people that VCA, yeah, yeah, that are vampires. Oh yeah, yeah, this one in New Orleans, the Texas. Oh, okay, so not to be confused with the Texas vampires. Okay. Were you guys aware of the Texas Vampire? No. Well, this just happened in 1998, where there were some... (laughs) What? (laughs) Thanks. That's really... That's really a nice way to put that. It just it just, it just happened. happened in 1998. <laughs> Sometimes I feel that way about 1998. Also, it just happened. <laughs> so how many years ago was that? Okay. Yeah. Anyway, you don't want me to answer that. No. no. <laughs> 1998 can drink now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Good True point. Um, so these professors from Baylor College of Medicine decided to do a study on um, people from Newfoundland, Newfoundland, how do you say Newfoundland? But there's no I. Newfoundland. There's no I. Not Newfoundland. It's Newfoundland. Newfoundland. (laughs) Okay, I don't like that. 20 minutes later. (laughs) (laughs) It's found. New, it's the Newfoundland. Newfoundland. Yes. It was at some point. Right. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, they, they found somebody. us a long time ago now. Yeah. <laughs> so these people have very uh, short bloodlines, I guess, because they're, um, they didn't mix in with the general public yeah. just because they were in small communities right. and they just didn't mix. So they're, they're pure, I guess, is uh, you can, more pure. You can pure. trace yes. genetic things through families. I was just talking about. I'm not talking, listening to something about 
tracking DNA and there's a like a community in Utah mm-hmm. where they were doing this to get a homogeneous community and then there's this whole other study that's doing the same kind of thing but they want diversity in what they're studying so yeah sorry I was gonna homogeneous okay. community I was gonna say is it homogeneous or is it homogeneous it's just homogenized <laughs> yeah I know I struggle with words <laughs> That I read and don't really know how they're pronounced. It's okay. I was just teasing you anyway. Okay. It was fine. (laughs) Tomato, tomato, right? Uh uh. One of those is wrong. Okay. (laughs) But we won't talk about which right now. Right. Oh, we won't. We're talking about vampires. Right. 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 Thank you for getting us back on track. (laughs) So, anyway, they were doing this study and they went up there to get these people's blood. Uh-huh. Okay, so they're calling them vampires because they did the study. Um, and they had them sign contracts and do all this stuff. They took their blood so that they could find a cure for whatever, mm-hmm. and then they wanted to sell it back to them. <laughs> you sell the you cure. Want blood back. Oh, Not the blood. The, oh, the cure. Okay. They wanted to sell the cure. The cure to vampirism. So that is why they're called vampires of Texas because they took the blood. Of other people. So the people are the vampires really? or the people that took the blood are the vampires? The people who took the blood. Vampires take blood. So they're like vampire doctors, researchers. So it's that. metaphorical. So, yes. so Carter Blood Got Care is it. like vampires? No, because you yes. consent. These people consented, but not. they lied to them mm-hmm. and they stole their blood. Yeah. I think we're getting That's into why I whole. said we're not to confuse them with this group of people because and then everybody wanted to know about <laughs> that this. That is group. where we started. So <laughs> I'm not telling you that they're that's okay. why we're not okay. confusing that's this right, group. That's why we're not that talking group. about these I think, people. I think right. that and, that's, and we we still are. Right. Okay. I, I think I think that we can all at some point come to the agreement that that was a really dumb thing to call them vampires. Mm-hmm. I'd call them thieves. Yeah, I would call them like <laughs> Frauds uh-huh. and yeah, liars, blood <laughs> traitors. <laughs> Mal- Not that no, scienti- like scientific <laughs> malpractice. But vampires, no, that's giving them too much credit. I think that Ooh. that was a very creative name for a news reporter to give to this. <laughs> well, it's definitely catchy. I'm sure a lot it of it was very clickbaity. It's clickbait. Yes, yes, yes it's clickbait. <laughs> so okay, so beyond that, we're talking about the can we talk vampire the... community of Austin? Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> So I did a, a Google search of vampires in Texas, and that's what I came up with. And so, yeah, you can become a member if you are a vampire. <laughs> okay, but if I'm and, not a vampire, proof is I, what? will they make me know. a vampire? Um, <laughs> like, I, the, I did not get that far in the video. I only, I only watched. Yeah, there is a video. Mm-hmm. And it was like 20 some minutes. And God, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I only you watched have to be like willing to sit through the video to yes. be considered a vampire. Yes. Okay. And so and and I didn't want to do that, so then I went to their website and found out a little bit more information, okay. which was good. But yeah, they don't just have an application on their website hmm. because anyway, they said that they get some weirdos. I bet they do. I bet they do. <laughs> yeah. And some of them are probably vampires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um However, they do good work. They did a blood drive. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> of course they did. 
Um, I just want to go to their Halloween party. They have a vampire ball. <laughs> yes, they do. See? See? To raise money. <laughs> I just, just want to go to their yeah. Halloween party. Okay, so you should look it up if you're interested. Vampire Community in Austin or Austin Vampire Community. So, whichever. so does this have anything to do oh, with it's the, bats? the court? Vampire Court of Austin. Vampire Court. That makes more sense, that actually. more elegant. Yeah. The that sounds very vampire Yeah. Oh, here's their pictures. The queen and the king. <laughs> <laughs> they have they have a proper king and queen? Well, yeah, it's well, of course. Do. It's slid. Oh, it's slid. Okay, hold on. Oh, no. Oh, no. There they are. And I think they've recently been married. Well, I don't know how to recently. To each other? Yes, because okay. his name is Logan Smith, and her name was daily oh wait a minute logan south and then hers was daily something but now it's daily south they now have the same last name huh Hmm. they definitely look like vampires he was actually part of the court in dallas the vampire court in dallas and he didn't like the way some things were being done and then he moved to Austin and he decided they didn't have one so he was going to You know this sounds a lot like there. true blood. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> vampire politics. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I don't like this. I want to go start my own in Austin yeah, where everything's exactly. cooler. <laughs> exactly. There's no vampires there. I can fix that. Which is surprising. <laughs> I'm going to move to Austin. What? There's no vampire court here? I'm going to start that. I wonder how he managed that. So Honestly, how was there coup, not one already? Course, right? <laughs> what? Killed the others by coup. But there wasn't a court then. That's what he says. Oh, that's true. Here's a van- uh, their ball picture. Oh. Doesn't that look cool? Yep. We would send you for research, Denise, but, but. you might not come back the same. <laughs> she might come back like a vampire. Hmm. Yeah, see if I can. <laughs> I can only work nighttime now. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious! It the the theme colors are black and red, and that's all you can choose from, huh? Mm-hmm. I guess that's, well, that's interesting. Yeah. That's all they did choose from. I don't know if they had to. Yeah, I would think that you could probably choose that. Wow, like, kind of old white color, you know, like when yeah, white fabric has been around for a, for a while with the yellowish yeah, with the tint. yellowish tint. Mm-hmm. So, so they do like performances and stuff. Their whole um, life is a performance, Christopher. So yes, they don't do like stage performances. <laughs> could we? Could we like hire some vampires? You know, I kind of uh, this this show that I was watching on on YouTube was like uh, they were being interviewed by somebody, and I kind of got the impression that maybe. But they were like very official with this whole court thing. I mean, mm-hmm. like they read all the applications and they weed them out. And who can <laughs> so there is an application process. <laughs> yes, there is. There's a process, and they all get read. And you may not pass. You might not make the cut. Yeah. <laughs> so that one was pretty close. I just wanted to let y'all know. Well, and I looked up New Orleans vampires because I went to New Orleans a few years back and we did a vampire tour around the French Quarter. Mm -hmm. It was really interesting. How many did you see? uh, You know what? We didn't see any. That you know of. Yeah. But the tour guide pointed out lots of places where they have been known to be seen. Right? So Mm -hmm. anyway, 
I found this thing that talks about the rear, real, sorry, <laughs> the real <laughs> vampire communities in New Orleans. And it's talking about these people who have this, this blood condition, porphyria. So they're really white? Or the, what? They're, they're very pale, but it's really about ingesting blood. There's something about nutrients or something that they, they feel like they need to have it. Mm-hmm. And um, it said there are people who actually have this condition. There's about 50 of those people living in New Orleans and about 5,000 nationwide. But then, besides that... There's the New Orleans Vampire Association of people who self-identify as vampires, which is mm-hmm. a whole different thing. So now we're getting to the vampire mm-hmm. vampires, the people who self-identify. Now, why is that a vampire vampire? Because it's not, you can't just say it's a, it's a blood condition. It's a, you know. <laughs> so, so maybe they're not the good ones. They're the I don't know. bad ones. I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you about some of these legends in New Orleans, but tell us I one. don't know if we want to talk about other things. What? Don't we, what we want to know about a legend, right? Oh, yeah. Well, so there's the story of Count Saint-Germain, who was from France back in the 1700s, and he was known to be really odd and unusual, and nobody ever noticed that he, when he had, he threw these elaborate dinner parties, but he never actually ate anything. He just sat and drank his wine uh-huh. and talked, like, the whole time, because he liked having an audience and all this. And supposedly he died when he was about 40 or in his early 40s, but then... This guy named, calling himself Jacques Saint-Germain, shows up in New Orleans about 1904 or so, 1912, somewhere early 1900s. He's very wealthy. He's just appeared from nowhere. Nobody seems to know anything about his background. But they start, people start noticing that it's the same kind of thing. He throws mm-hmm. these elaborate parties he feeds people, he talks to them, blah, 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 but he never eats anything, he drinks from his glass of wine, he ta- you know, tells stories, and every once in a while he'll, he'll start talking about things that happened 200 years ago as if they were happening now. Mm-hmm. Creepy. And then they find these paintings of Count Saint-Germain from the 1700s. And this guy looks just like him. And he's about 40. And he doesn't ever seem to age. So that's one. What happened to him? Well, um, and what did he do in the meantime? He was... He moved somewhere else and was count something or other somewhere he, else. He had, been, he had been there maybe a couple of years. It says several months, but I'm thinking a couple of years he had been there. Um, and he was accused by a woman of trying to bite her neck. And she escaped by falling off the balcony, and then she ran off and told the police about this. And when the police came to investigate, he was gone, and he was never seen again in New Orleans. So nobody, I mean, he left a bunch of stuff behind, and when they got to the second floor, there was this giant room with really heavy draperies, and it smelled all musty, and they didn't find, like, a coffin or anything there, but... They found bottles of wine that were where the wine was mixed with blood. 
human blood, they said, although, you know, How would in they know? 1910, 1912, yeah. I don't know if they had ways to absolutely know that, but that's what mm. they said. So nobody really knows for sure, but that's mm. one. Hmm. What do y'all think? Hmm. You don't know? You I have no thought on this, that he's a total <laughs> weirdo or that, oh, I can kind of believe that. I mean, what happened? You just got sucked into this mm-hmm. story. I think that it's, I think that's really cool that he has that room, had that room up there with all that creepy, <laughs> creepy stuff. Creepy was, stuff. Yeah. And that it was. Well, really you know, creepy. he lived there by himself, so he could have had rooms for all, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. here's the creepy stuff room and here's the room I really live in or, you know, whatever. Could have been. You never know. Hmm. I was wondering why she thought he was biting her and not just kissing her neck. <laughs> I think there might be Sorry. a difference. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm just saying. Well, all right. But she never turned. Because he didn't. So he no, didn't actually get. He didn't actually he didn't like skin. No, she said that he tried. He tried. And she fell off the balcony. <laughs> She escaped by falling off the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's the story. And I'm sticking to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. I just got up and ran. <laughs> See, now if he was a true vampire, he'd have just jumped down and got her. Hmm. Do we think that's always the case? They are athletically superhuman or something yes we do think that well Mm. they can turn into a bat why couldn't they just jump off the ledge and Mm. chase her maybe up here in front of her maybe he hadn't eaten in a while Ooh, maybe that's why she was there and he was feeling a little anemic (laughs) Uh 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 good thought i like that okay I need to see paintings of both of these people next to each other. Right? No. Yeah, I've only got the one. They look like each other. From the 1700s. This is all you need to know. You see this one, you see the other one too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So, Chris, earlier you said that you've had a lot of experience with vampires, Mm -hmm. I think is what you said. Mm Mm-hmm. So, um, so you didn't need any notes or anything. So tell us, what do you know? What experiences have you had with vampires? Uh, well, I read Dracula. That's important. Okay. Okay. And I have played almost every Castlevania game that exists. Yeah. This sounds like actual true experience to me. <laughs> yeah. And and that's all about killing Dracula and vampires and stuff mm-hmm. and so i think that pretty much makes me like an expert an expert of some at least va- the expert in this room of some variety <laughs> okay so so you read dracula so i'm kind of curious about uh what the book says versus our myths that we talked about earlier but i'm also curious how the game goes along with that because if they're trying to kill dracula did the book give any hints, or is the game like? Does it go along with the book? How does that like? Some of them do. Okay. A little bit. 
Of course, I don't. In in the games, it's always been a long-standing tradition that the it's uh, a whip, a holy blessed whip that kills vampires and demons and. Really. Yeah, hmm. and and it's called Vampire Killer, is what the the whip is called. That's the name. They wow, get. I would have thought there could be a more interesting name. And is it a just one whip that yes. can do it? Yes, it's in the it's a family heirloom. All the Belmonts, they pass it down. Oh dang it! I thought that was the Van Helsings. No, the well. <laughs> so what's really cool is in uh, is uh, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin. They have a character who is a direct descendant of Quincy Morris, a Texas man, in hmm. in, in Dracula. Mm-hmm. And that was in England, and he helped he helped Jonathan Jonathan mm-hmm. and and Mina and Van Helsing kill Dracula because they went and they stabbed him with their their wooden stake, and then he used his Bowie knife to cut off his head. Oh wow! Yeah, I had I no idea there was a Bowie knife in Dracula. I did not know that. I've never read That's Dracula. That's amazing. Okay. Yeah. So there's wow. a descendant of of Quincy Morris, is Jonathan Morris, in uh, Portrait of Ruin, and he's like the main character, and he can, you have to kill Dracula. He's not a Belmont, but you know, I mean, yeah. If the, if more if, if the Morris bloodline killed Dracula at some point, then I think that counts, right? He would still do it, yeah. Wow. But he always comes back. Somebody always thinks, like, it's a good (laughs) idea to resurrect him or... Of course. Or whatever, and so the Belmonts, they always have to come back. Like, whoever's the the next in line has to come and and kill him again. Hmm. Okay, so are we talking about the game now or the book? The game. The game. Okay. But... uh, Well, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't have that... That would be a reason to have it like that in the game. Mm Because, I mean, okay, I played 20 minutes, I killed him, we're done. That's all there is. It takes longer than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you're not very good. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. I like that. Good one. I don't know much about these games, Pat, but I know that was a good one. So I, I don't know. I mean, Dracula is the main vampire, and every now and then you have to fight other vampires and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, the the one that felt the most like going into Dracula's castle was, I think, the one for Nintendo sixty four because the castle is populated with all these vampires, and you go into rooms and you have to fight them. And it was cool. Lost Boys that just went through my head. Oh yeah, mm. yeah that was a good movie. And then. Mm-hmm. Then they went and messed it all up, and in in Castlevania, oh. Lords of Shadow, Lords of Shadow, I believe it's called. Uh-huh. They made it. They made it an even bigger family affair, and the original Belmont, the first Belmont, became Dracula. What? And then it was all the other Belmonts that. Yeah, it was the. They're dumb- having to kill their own ancestor. <laughs> yeah, it was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. They they ruined the whole like they rebooted the mythology and they ruined it. Wow, those that games, often happens those, when you reboot yes. mythologies. Mm-hmm. Yes, those games don't exist to me. <laughs> Interesting. They are nothing to me. Okay, but yeah, all the Dracula like in the book in in. Stoker's Dracula. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, that, that's pretty much where all our pop culture 
interpretation of vampires comes yeah. from. Yeah. And I don't think it was just original to him. Um, somebody else wrote a story called The Vampire, and I don't remember who it was. I don't think it was him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, think it was so. what Nosferatu was based on. Mm-hmm. It's Nos- Nosferatu is a classic vampire as well, mm-hmm. just as... Uh, just as classic, if not as well known as Dracula, and really creepy looking. Um, but in any case, yeah, the you know Van Helsing uses he uses like the Eucharist and 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 holy water, and he knows all the 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 religion and the science and stuff behind killing hmm. vampires. And he knows the religion and the science? Yeah. Ooh, that's interesting. However you want to put it. You know. Oh, okay. oh, oh, John Polidori. Mm-hmm. I've read about him before. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he one of that group that mm-hmm. was with mm-hmm. the Shelleys? Uh, the Shelleys? Yes. Lord Byron? Yep. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Okay. So those both came out at the same time. The vampire and... Sorry. Dracula and Frankenstein. No, the vampire... And Frankenstein. What did I just say? Dracula. Well, Dracula. Got it. Because that was different. That was the yeah. Because that the vampire was a part of that little contest that they had. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. But uh, also, one of the things we didn't mention is, but uh, you, they they can't come in unless you invite them in. Oh yeah. So they just stand outside your door, or your window, or whatever, mm-hmm. and they just ask you to. And once you invite them in. The vampires it, do. All, all bets are on. They is this in always, the game or is they this can, in the book? No, is, that's, that's real mythology. Yeah, in, they can always come in, right? After that, after once they've been invited in, in yeah. once, then they can always they can come, come in. in. You can't. You can't. It's not, a, it's not like every time they come to visit, you I have guess to say, you it's can okay to come in. It? No. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, I know, I know Sookie Stackhouse does, but I don't know if you can really do that. And when you say come mm-hmm. in, does that mean wherever you are, or does that mean that structure? Mm. I think it means your it home. Means that yeah. yeah, usually because it's it's, it's your yours. Home. Like if you have the authority of that place, then you can invite them in. That's what I thought. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out what I can say to keep them out. And also, they can't cross running water. You can't come in. <laughs> Build a moat. <laughs> it doesn't even have to that's be that big it just has to no. be yeah. they just can't cross <laughs> running water a little tiny moat and it can't be <laughs> standing water right yeah like that's mosquitoes you don't want that yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's got to have some force to it have a current right so a forced current no it just can't it's like they they don't even have to step in it they just can't go past it like if there's running water they can't Okay. But I mean, that. does it have to be natural running water, or can it be like, you know, my a fountain? I can put a generator and make, like, yeah, yeah, yes, my like, stuff. Yeah, I think that counts. I think so. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so you're 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 set now. All right, I'm good. You've got a lot of a lot of ammunition to work with now. Yes, if I make the mistake of inviting them in, right? Don't I'm not going to do that because you, you might not know, like in the Lost Boys. When the mom's new boyfriend uh-huh. knocks on the door and they were expecting him for dinner, and then he's all like, you know, they they're like, oh, come in, come in. 
Can you do that? Can you trick yeah. them? Or do they yeah. have to know who you are? Oh, no. I mean, for that to work. To That's not fair. She thought oh. she knew who he was. I don't, I don't but yeah. she didn't know he was a vampire. I don't think I've ever heard of it, them being like, oh, you're a vampire? Yeah, come on in. Come on I think in. they always try to trick them. Yes. <laughs> the whole but glamour thing. That in Twilight, she wasn't tricked. Oh, she, she was stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah, but she <laughs> knew, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of. <laughs> I don't know if that. Now, you know, any I don't remember. I don't remember that applies to real life. Twilight. <laughs> at anybody ever inviting? No, because then he just like sneak in and watch her. Sleep. Yeah, he did. So, Nobody creepy. invited him. Yeah. yeah, creepy. Yeah, he was so. Creepy. Yeah, so I don't think that rule applied there. Okay. There's a lot of weird things in Twilight's vampire mythology, like the sparkle thing. Mm-hmm. What is that? What are you talking about? I think well, I only watched the movie. sparkled in the sunlight. It wasn't that the sunlight oh. hurt them. Is that they just they made sparkled. sparkled and it made so them then people were like, what's up with what's you? What's up with you? Why are you sparkling? I and want they some had to glitter. Uh-huh. I want some sparkle. Although, I mean, yeah. they didn't like being in the sun. Right. I mean, anyway, it wasn't like it wasn't a healthy for them. So that's why they chose the But Pacific they didn't catch Northwest. on fire or explode. No, mm-hmm. they didn't. I think if they were exposed for a very long time, was there some? I don't remember. Mm. I don't think so. I think they just sparkled and were and were obvious, mm. so they had to explain themselves, and they didn't want to do that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's right. Because whenever it was a sunny day, they always skipped school, school, mm-hmm. um, and went up in the mountains and caught animals. Oh, they went camping. School? Like, are you suggesting they didn't really go to school? No, they went to school. They just went to school for like the 85th time. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. It's not like they just, were learning just anything. to meet girls and such. Nuh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them had their girls. They just didn't, you know. Yeah, why did they go to school? Well, to, it was their cover. <laughs> oh. That wouldn't work for very long. Well, no, that's I, why I they kept having were, to move. Yeah, they'd catch on pretty quick. But isn't that why they lived in... Forks or yeah. whatever because it was in Washington and it was right. always cloud cover. That's right. That's right. Very good. Forks. You knew that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah, I went through a little little twilight obsession period and then I got over it. But I read them all multiple times in a row and then I got over it. Hmm. But, yeah. Because I actually stopped to think about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> like we're doing right now? Uh, I guess. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. So I think in, in today's age, they couldn't get away with it because of the attendance policy. They'd be called out. Why aren't you in school? <laughs> Why aren't you at school? Well, you know, that... Yeah. But also in today's day and age, they wouldn't have to go to school. They're just like, we're homeschooled. No, oh, that's true right. too. That's true. That's true. And depending on the state that you're in, <laughs> no one m- might actually care. Like no one's going to show up and be like, "Hi, did you pass your standardized there, test there or whatever?" Or police, yeah. What are the? Are you following the curriculum or whatever? Interesting. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fun that there was a funny part. Well, there were lots of funny parts, but. I think this was in the books, but I know it was in the movies. 
that when she finally went to their house, there was this giant thing on the wall, and it was all these colored little slips, slivers of things, and it turns out it was all their mortar boards from all the schools they'd graduated from over all the years, and they made it into an art piece. Hmm. And so, you know, there were like 30 wow. mortar boards. Hmm. Because in their mythology, whatever age you are when you're turned, that's what you are forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's others that are different. Right. And right, that's Anne Rice's mythology, mm-hmm. too, though. That's is right. that you, you stay whatever age you are when you're turned. Because mm-hmm. one of the main characters in Interview with a Vampire is a little girl. Yeah, Claudia. Yeah. I can't remember her name. But I did actually read that once. A long time ago? Me too. A while back. But it was interesting because that was, of course, Anne Rice was a lot more the traditional vampire mm-hmm. mythology. Right. Where they slept in coffins. and. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How did I forget that? I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> that just sounds really cozy. Sleeping in a coffin? Yes. Velvet. Mm-hmm. around you yeah like, and you just pull the lid cool. over and it's just perfectly dark inside i think that would be great if you slept on your back if you don't sleep on your back that's not very yeah. good. i don't think if i would know, want to sleep standing and, up if you toss and turn <laughs> that, would, that would suck yeah you <laughs> have to make sure you had it a big <laughs> you know i never even thought about that but but are they really sleeping they're not really sleeping they're they're like resting Dead, <laughs> aren't they? Oh, interesting. Are they? <laughs> they're not really sleeping. Sleeping, they're dead. Why would they need to sleep during the day? Right. They just, they just go in there to, to shut out all the sunlight while they're waiting. I no, because well, I I don't know. Because if somebody comes boring. upon the coffin. <laughs> yeah. They can destroy them. I mean, they don't just look up and say, oh, hi, I'm laying here in the coffin because it's day. They're they're dead to the world. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, is that where that saying came from? <gasps> no, just kidding. <laughs> but that would be boring. If you were really not asleep and you were laying there in your coffin all like, day. Well, so in... In the Suki right? <laughs> those vampires are, they're unconscious at least, mm-hmm. and, and they don't breathe, so you can't tell that. So I think they're dead. So if their head is still on their body and there's not a stake in them, they're viable vampires. Viable vampires. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good phrase. This is, a, this is still a viable vampire. <laughs> But I like in those in an interview with a vampire, if if they're caught by a human during the day while they're in their coffin or they're wherever they are, they can be killed. Mm-hmm. They they have no awareness. Yeah, they're not aware of what's going on around them. They're vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Vulnerable vulnerable vampires. That's what happened to Dracula. They were they were vulnerable but viable vampires. Yeah, they were moving them around, and Mm -hmm. that's when they ambushed him and busted open the coffin and stabbed him before he could get up. Well, that was smart thinking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'd like to hear from some Buffy people. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know anything about. Are we talking Buffy, about the movie or the she's show? She's a vampire slayer. I don't know. So I, I just have to say, Buffy the Vampire Slayer came out like right after I would have been interested in that. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I, I remember watching the movie. Yeah. When yeah. I was a, a kid. So was the movie first? Mm-hmm. Okay. The movie was first, done by Joss Whedon, and then he developed it as a show. That introduced the world to Sarah Michelle Gellar. But it ran for a long time. Yeah. And then Angel was a spinoff series, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, David Boreanaz was in it. Um, played her main love interest, who was a vampire. And then... Yeah. That makes no sense. Mm-hmm. What is the deal? It's like, why does that not make sense? Because she's a vampire slayer. That but seems like that, a conflict of interest. Doesn't that add to the drama? That it adds to the stup- the mm, sorry, the weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. This, I think this is a recurring theme in popular uh-huh. culture. It's like you're yeah. always a, there's always like a hunter of a vampire or werewolf or something, whatever. But they always end up being with somebody who is the thing that they're supposed to be wow. hunting. I, I think it's been done to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> yep. Uh, I have to tell you something funny I just found. Um, this is a somebody made a gif. Okay, not a GIF, right? A GIF. <laughs> Sorry, I always say GIF, but I know better in this group. Um, it's from True Blood, and instead of saying, "I rescind your invitation into my house," it says, "I resend your invitation into my house." <laughs> like instead of. I'm banning you from coming in. It's like, I'm, I'm doubling I'm down. you again. <laughs> I'm doubling down so, on this. So I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be or if it's just somebody who can't spell mm-hmm. and doesn't know there are two different words. Mm-hmm. Resend and rescind. Oh, people. It's, it's <laughs> Have someone funny. check your spelling before you put things out on you the post internet. It online. It's funny either way, whether it was an accident or deliberate. It's <laughs> yeah, but it means very different things. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I remember when Sookie rescinded Bill's invitation into her house. He said, no, Sookie, don't. So Stop. if you do that while they're in the house, does it force them to leave? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what happened in Sookie's deck house. Yeah, right? they like, yeah, he like are forcefully expelled the from out. the house. He wasn't thrown out, but he, he just was forced to well, and back let the right house. one in when uh, <coughs> when she tried to like he went the the little boy wouldn't invite her in mm-hmm. and she was like i can't come in unless you invite me in and he like made like a hand gesture and she's like I, I need you to say it and he was just like and so she came in and then she started bleeding from like her <gasps> eyes her nose her mouth like so she was able to come in but then but yeah it was basically going to kill her if he didn't invite Whoa. her in mm-hmm. okay I thought there was like an invisible force field that kept him from coming in. I don't know. So, guess it depends. Yeah, I guess it depends on the mythology. What about the Monster Squad? Did anybody watch that? Nope. Another movie from my childhood. 
There's a, like a descendant of Van Helsing in that movie. Uh-huh. At least they stay consistent with that. <laughs> Did yeah. anybody see the movie Van Helsing? Yes. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to tell you, I'm I'm not like. Sometimes I I do not understand how y'all remember all the details of all these movies. So, I watched it, but I didn't retain anything from it. Other than, like, I vaguely remember a community, them flying around, jumping here and there. Mm-hmm. I'm sure uh, somebody all died. All I remember is Hugh Jackman in a long coat. With long, yeah. beautiful hair. With long yeah. hair, yeah. And he was yeah. a big, beautiful werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. You don't even remember that? <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the big reveal at the end there. <laughs> the big reveal. Yeah, Sorry. I think one of the best I'm surprised I remember that George Clooney was in from dusk till dawn (laughs) (laughs) make sure I got it in the right order I thought that um, the creature was actually one of the best creatures ever done in cinema in that movie (laughs) in Van Helsing (laughs) I do remember but didn't his head like didn't his head pop open sometimes (laughs) and like all the yeah, but the, I think it was more the way he um, actually portrayed who he was mm-hmm. as the creature that I was like, that's actually pretty spot on for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> and not all the silliness. Right. Because he ended up he ended up helping, right? Wasn't uh-huh. he? he was a good guy. But they wanted him for his power source to, so he could pump up all his vampire children. Right. Weirder all the time. So I'm reading a little bit on this um, National Geographic about vampires, uh-huh. and it says that they're actually very um, often associated or found around sickness, like the plague and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I just find that very interesting. I think I read somewhere that our our pop culture, um, you know. What we know, like our pop culture zombie, really originated in vampire lore. Because hmm. I read this, I read a book. I don't know if we still have it. It's called "My Sword Hand Is Singing," and there's a lot of traditional vampire lore in that as well. But the vampires in that were more like zombies. Like they weren't zombies. Like you know, they still had their intelligence, their intellect, but their bodies were were more. Uh, you, you know, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Decaying? Yeah. They were, they were you know, decayed and gross. Mm-hmm. And. Well, and that's so what they were. walking dead like zombies. Like yeah, but not, not brainless. They were still, they still had their intellect. But they're physically disintegrating. Yeah. I remember it was, they, it was something like that. It was somewhere in between. It wasn't like they were just rotting to the bone. But they weren't these, you know, these beautiful, okay. elegant, uh-huh. you know, monsters like Dracula or, or whatever. Hmm. They, they were they were gross. Hmm. Wow, that is really interesting. Yeah. Well, and it said something about people dying, and then your fingernails still growing, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. sometimes this, your the hair. fluid purges mm-hmm. from your mouth and nose. It may be it looks like somebody was trying to extract blood or oh. something. Hmm. Um, 
But one, they said that they found a body with a stake through its heart. And then this one, um, it was buried among plague victims with a brick in its mouth. And they said that that was a tactic um, to try to prevent it from leaving the grave and eating people. That they would be weighted down by a brick? Yep. Oh. Huh. Interesting, huh? It is. What about just nails in the coffin? Does that not do the job? <laughs> well, it depends on how strong those vampires are. I guess if, but, but I mean, if they were strong enough to break out of their coffin, why couldn't they just remove the brick from their mouth? Did the brick have some kind of special power? Yeah, it was a blessed. <laughs> well, my goodness, y'all were tearing everything apart. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I think, there's a, I think there's a lot of folklore like that 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 we we miss out on because all we get is what's been accepted by the the mainstream right. media. Yeah. But there's so many like little folk remedies for things like that 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 we don't hear about. Well, and to find out like where it came from. I mean that there's mm-hmm. actually something in history that was um, similar to it. And that's where they think that some of this may have come from. Um, which, how do you associate Dracula? No, the vampire, which was written in the 1700s? Mm-hmm. 18, 18 something. something. With, I mean, how would they know what was being done, I guess? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. My thought kind of... Flew away with that fly. <laughs> hmm. Cause like now we can look at, at things and go, well, what about this? And what about that? And these things were buried and we found them that they look like this. But when they wrote that story, did they know about those things? Did they know about how people used to be buried? And I think they probably you know, knew more about that than we would. Yeah. Because, you know, when people are buried, now we never see them afterward mm-hmm. i mean even if a body is exhumed for some reason it's very closed and mm-hmm. you know only the the medical examiner or you know the people working with them get to see this so but i would think you know 300 years ago 200 years ago it was a lot more frequent that somebody would actually see what a dead body looked like 6 months after it had been buried Hmm. I was thinking like more, not really forensic stuff, but if you come across a body in archaeology, digging, whatever, mm-hmm. you can determine that it was stabbed in the heart or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just, it, I just find it interesting. I've got two other New Orleans legends that are pretty interesting, I think. So there's this one about these brothers, John and Wayne Carter, and they were just day laborers, worked on by the river and lived in the French Quarter. This was during the 1930s. And a girl reported to the authorities that she had escaped from their apartment Her wrists were cut, but not deep enough to cause her to die, 
enough to cause her blood to drain slowly over several days. So the policemen went to their apartment and found four other people tied to chairs with their wrists slit in the same fashion. And some of them apparently had been there for several days. And the story was that the brothers abducted these people so that they could drink their blood every day when they came home from work. They also found 14 dead bodies. And then when the, the two brothers came home from work, the police were waiting for them. And it took seven or eight police officers to grab them, to hold them down and cuff them and all that. Because they were strong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So when they were finally executed, it doesn't say how they were executed, but they were put into a vault in New Orleans, you know, because they can't bury mm-hmm. underground because it's too wet. Um, but then after several years, they were they were putting another relative in the family vault, and they discovered that John and Wayne's bodies were gone. And apparently... This is something I remember from our vampire tour. They they pointed out this about third floor balcony on a corner right down in the French Quarter mm-hmm. and said, that's the balcony of the Carter brothers, the third floor balcony. And sometimes people have said they see them up there sitting on the balcony. So, but who lives there now? Is it empty? No, it's not empty. But sometimes the people who live there see people sitting on their balcony that aren't. But where their bodies go? I don't Did know. when they come, they were vampires. But if oh, they managed to get out, but then know. why would they just sit there? I don't know. I'm why so would confused. they? Why would they visit their old home? Who knows? Because <laughs> because it was a great location. They love it. Yeah, because yeah. people go walking by all the time. So, here's what I find to be the most unbelievable about the story. Okay. They had jobs. <laughs> <laughs> they went to work. <laughs> well, it was the Depression, you know, so money didn't go as far, you know. Well, the other, you know, in Twilight, they had to go to school to keep up the uh, impression. But, yeah, they didn't act like they were just of money and didn't have to work. Right. Hmm. Which I would do. Oh yeah, if, I'm several centuries old, and I haven't and I haven't saved up a little something. Okay, I have read enough of these books that I know <laughs> that if vampires live long enough, you know, you can you can corner the market, you can mm-hmm. do whatever, and you can stash away a ton of money, and you don't ever have to work again in your life. And that's, that's what the totally Cayman what Islands are for. There you go. Maybe they lost it Ooh. in the bank crash. In the bank crash, yeah, exactly. And they had to go get some money. Oh my goodness, that could be it. <laughs> okay, and yeah. I thought that like the human digestive system couldn't digest blood. Well, they're not human, apparently. But vampires, Chris. Did you miss that? Did you miss <laughs> that in the story? Are, are you a non-believer in this case? <laughs> Yeah. Seems so. I guess so. <laughs> so if it doesn't digest, what does it do? What does right? it do? It just sits, sits there? Yeah. Ew. And it doesn't go through? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it does. <laughs> Eventually, but, <laughs> but it's not t- digested. But not, it doesn't get digested properly. So if you cut huh. your finger and it's bleeding, don't you stick it in your mouth? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. No. Really? I do. I, I have. I mean, it's Heck not like yeah. I do it. Yeah, time, that's yeah. what you do, and then it stops. Yeah, you have enzymes in your <laughs> saliva that that stop the blood 
flow. It really for real. I don't, I don't know if that's the actual science, I don't but know if that was blood platelets. <laughs> Or you maybe it just keeps it from being messy till the platelets kick, uh-huh. kick in. There you go. Whatever. I still do that, and I've never been sick. I've never felt bloated. But it's like a it's little right drop. There. Well, yeah. Okay. You don't. That's true. That's true. different than drinking blood out of people's wrists. <laughs> okay. I don't know. But I've heard that. I don't know. I don't know. I remember reading that if you like, if you have a, you know, a, a wound in your mouth or whatever that's bleeding, mm-hmm. and the, the blood that, that you accidentally swallow or whatever, it goes just goes right through your system. That's so weird because it's part of you. It would seem like you could just, it would be fine. So I guess I'm saying this because it seems like someone who was pretending, like thought they were a vampire and did all this blood drinking would have a really hard time. Like it it seems like it would be really hard for them to. Huh. I don't know. Unless they were eating normal food as well. Like would they really be able to live off the blood at all? Would it do anything for them? I don't know. I don't know. According, I don't know. according to live science, um, humans did not evolve to be able to extra- extract iron from blood. Mm-hmm. So drinking blood can actually kill us. Wow. Well, it didn't happen to the Carters, apparently. I guess they were vampires. How were they executed? Maybe they had it to doesn't drink. say. It doesn't say how they were executed. It does so say they were executed, but any blood, not I mean like yeah. animal blood or anything. They it can't, uh, or is it just like human blood? He, this is human blood. Human blood. Okay, because mm. I know, I know there's a, there's cultures that that use animal blood as like a main source of of protein and. Like they make. New, I wonder how much pudding. blood is too much blood. Yeah, blood pudding, blood pancakes. You. Yeah. Either one. Oh, it just sounds gross. It does. Every time I I read like a British thing and they're talking about full English breakfast, yeah, that includes blood pudding. Mm-hmm. It's up. Mm-hmm. Like facing that any time of the day seems bad, but first thing in the morning seems even worse. Like. Over your breakfast? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. Luck. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah. Very small amounts. Say a few teaspoons. Mm-hmm. It's okay. But, and as long as it doesn't have any, like, you know, pathogens. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that diseases. too. That's another risk. <laughs> yeah. well, that. that is a risk, right? You're just grabbing people off the street. You don't know what you're getting. But apparently, right. blood, when drank, is toxic. So think about that, though. When you drink blood, it goes through the digestive system and that kind of stuff. It doesn't come in contact with your own blood. Right. I mean, there's no way for right. it to get back into like a typical That's true. system. So if you have a bleeding ulcer, does that, like, I mean, obviously bleeding ulcer is not a good condition, but does the blood coming into your digestive system then also become a toxin that you have to deal with. I think so, because it says separately from because blood is so rich in iron that you know, while iron is necessary in high doses it can be toxic. That's true. And also cause Mm. a wide variety of diseases and problems, including liver damage, buildup of fluid in the lungs, 
dehydration, <laughs> low blood pressure, <laughs> <laughs> and nervous disorders. Really? Mm. Huh. Okay. Okay, so there's one more, one from, more from New Orleans, and this one I distinctly remember from the Vampire Tour. It's called The Casket Girls of New Orleans. So when New Orleans was being colonized, this would have been, I don't even know, 1800, way back. Mm-hmm. Um, they had trouble convincing women to go there because lots of reasons, like alligators and snakes, but also the fact that it was kind of it was kind of a penal colony. I mean, not... I don't think it was called that, but that was the result. You know, like people were given the choice of going to prison or you get shipped off to New Orleans. So anyway, hmm. so eventually there was a group of women who, who agreed to go. And some of the stories say they were nuns, but some of them say they were prostitutes. So I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> a little from column A, a little from you column know, B. Yeah, <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. Anyway. They, for the most part, ended up getting off the ship at Mobile, Alabama, instead of going on to New Orleans, because somebody told them that if they stayed till they were in New Orleans, they would be forced to marry criminals and whatever. Anyway, so um, these girls, they were called casket girls, not because they carried little chests with their stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Um. But also, apparently, they had luggage that they left on the ship that was in little boxes that looked like coffins. So when the ship got to New Orleans, there were 300 coffin-like suitcases. And according to some people, they were empty, but according to some people, they contained the undead. So these suitcases were stored in an attic of a Ursuline convent, and it is still to this day a convent. And I thought I had a picture of it, but I don't see it here. Um, and it's got the the attic, the little small attic windows across the top of the building, um, but they stay boarded up. And the the idea is the reason is that. These windows had a habit of opening by themselves. And the, the story, the legend was that the undead would come out of the coffins at night and open the windows and come out and grab people and kill them. So in 1978, amateur reporters tried to get the, the priest at the convent. I don't know why a convent would have a priest. It should have a mother superior. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Whoever was in charge of the convent asked them to let them go in and see these coffins up in the attic, and they were denied access. So in the middle of the night, they climbed over the wall with their recording equipment and all that and climbed up and and went up there. And the next morning, the reporter's equipment was found strewn about on the street outside, and on the convent's front steps were the almost decapitated bodies of the two reporters. And apparently, 80% of their blood was gone. Wow. And the crime has never been solved. Wow. Oh, dang. So mm-hmm. there we are. And when I went on this vampire tour, we stood across the street from the convent 
well, you know, it's behind a fence and mm-hmm. all that, that you can see the building and you can see the attic and it's these little dormer window kind of things up there and they're clearly boarded up because they don't want to let things out. Mm-hmm. Pretty scary. I mean, it sounds silly sitting here in the daylight talking about it, but when you're right there and mm-hmm. it's nighttime mm-hmm. and there's creepy things going on around you because that's the way New Orleans is, it, it was really creepy. And we happened to be staying at a hotel in the French Quarter that night. <laughs> so that made that even creepier. It sounds creepy. Yeah. It's very creepy. I, I mean, I just, I was looking around. Chris has this, had this look on his face like, that's what you get. And Denise <laughs> was like, hmm. <laughs> like, so they told you not to go there. And you're like, yeah. I'm going to do it anyway. Well, yeah. uh, well. Uh-huh. <laughs> They took the wrong equipment. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> they sure did. No kidding. Okay, so I want to mention a, a series of fiction books where I really enjoy the mythology. Okay, there's, there's it's the Arginos, I think. The, the author is Lindsay Sands, and she's up to number 20-something or other by now because <laughs> we've got you know, cousins and nephews and nieces, and of course they're all alive because they're all vampires. Um, but the mythology is that vampire—they don't call themselves vampires; they call themselves immortals. They don't really like that term, vampires, because it's kind of derisive, derogatory. Um, it's offensive. I'm offended. And. So what ha- how they got to be what they are is that they are actually, the original ones uh, were Atlanteans. And so you know that Atlantis <laughs> is this, this extremely advanced science, right? And so before Atlantis was destroyed, someone had developed these nanobots that would destroy in within your body anything that was that was a problem if you got sick or if there was a you know cancer cell anything like that it would destroy it and then the idea was these little nanobots would flush away you would be fine but you would you would be you would live a normal life but long mm-hmm. but you know, that's the way it was. Well, something happened with these nanobots, and they kind of got out of control because they considered the process of aging as something they should fix. Mm-hmm. So everybody who got injected with these nanobots looked like they were about 30-ish. And, and never seemed to age, never had a, an illness, you know, all this kind of thing. Um, so that's, it, it was about when they figured all this out with the nanobots that Atlantis was destroyed. And so the people who had been injected had to come across the peninsula onto the mainland and then became part of the general population but they had to drink blood because that's what that's what um, fed the nanobots. Hmm. They needed extra blood because they used up blood as they did their work, and because they were constantly working, they constantly needed to replenish their blood. Hmm. So 
if I'm remembering right, I don't think they can have children because they consider that a, you know, foreign body and it's it needs to go away. But you can turn somebody. By giving them nanobots? Yeah. So, like, blood to blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can give them nanobots. Interesting concept. Nanobot vampires. Yeah. It, it's pretty interesting because there's this one story where the person who gets turned is this 60-something-year-old woman who is in a... Uh, she's with her husband on vacation in their RV, and the RV crashes. Her husband dies, but she's seriously, seriously wounded, and somebody happens upon her, and they turn her to save her life, and suddenly she doesn't look 60-something anymore. She's 30 again, and so it's... It's really interesting, but I thought that that's a really creative, yeah, you know, mythology, and I think she does a pretty good job of explaining it, and all. Mm-hmm. so it's kind of science fiction fantasy, yeah. a little of that, yeah. even though you yeah. know it's Atlantis where the science comes from, but yeah. still, but nanobots is a thing we have. Yeah, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. I would I would hardly like really hardly call them vampires. Really? Yeah, I mean, they, they have. They they say we're not we're not this stereotypical not really, thing. I mean, we're they have, immortals. Yeah. Well, they have to drink blood. Yeah, that's. Yeah, and so and so part of what's going on now. This is this is all set in Canada. Weird. I don't know. Um, but they. Um, so this family, part of what the family business is, is blood bank. So that you're not going after people in the wild. They don't uh, allow that. Right. So, but you've got a blood bank, and do you, do they have to drink their own blood type? You know, or what? does it matter? Because I mean, if the nanobots I are, think mm. they, you know what? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so because I think I remember that if there's a blood supply, everybody drinks from that. You know, everybody oh, yeah. just goes to the fridge mm-hmm. or the cooler or whatever you got, yeah, and drinks the blood. So I don't think so. Anyway, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's different. So it's, it's yeah, it's romance, and it sort of pushes the envelope, mm-hmm. you know, as far as graphics. Mm, okay. <laughs> but I just thought that's, that's a really interesting it is, kind yeah. of premise for how these people got to be who they are. Anyway. There's a lot. I don't think we can cover everything. Yeah, probably not. Um, I was thinking of <clears throat> of <clears throat> Chibi Vampire. Oh yeah, which is like a reverse vampire. She like her body generates blood, so she gets too much blood, and then she has to bite people to put some of her blood to put it in. In mm-hmm. them, yeah. So does it come out of her teeth? Mm-hmm. What really? So they're like a blood fountain. Shooting out. Yeah. Why do you have to get rid of it by giving it to somebody? Because <laughs> it's too well, much. And I think the way her her thing it works is she finds people that are really sad. Mm-hmm. And so when she injects her blood into them, it makes them happy. Yeah, it helps like them. It, it oh, that is really Takes their depression away mm-hmm. and, and so on. Also really helpful if you really need blood, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess if you're 
in, mm. in dire need that would work. So it's kind of like bloodletting. Right. Yeah. Yes. Get rid of the disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to think that people would get sick because they had too much blood in them. Mm-hmm. So they would that's why they would bleed them. Like, you have too and much leeches? blood. We, yeah. We gotta get, <laughs> get some of this out of there. <laughs> get the leeches. I think we covered a lot. I think we did. And I'm sure that we have all varieties of vampire related media here at the library that you can check Probably out. We do. Yes. True and untrue. Uh. True. Do we have any nonfiction vampire stuff? I'm sure we've got some <laughs> time <laughs> life books, probably. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and some folk, yeah, folk tales and mm-hmm. mythology and things like that that include vampire things. Mm-hmm. Do we so have the Lost was, Boys? What? Yes, yes we, do. we do. We have the do Lost what? Boys. The Lost oh, Boys. Yep. I was thinking about the fact that Fifty Shades of Grey is supposedly. Twilight fan fiction, mm-hmm. but it it puts like Christian Grey becomes this he is he the vampire? Yeah, I thought it, he was. It the... seems to me it's it's <laughs> anti fan fiction. <laughs> yeah, he well, I mean, he's that role, but is that like is all that sex supposed to be a metaphor for vampires? I mean. Or or is it really anti fan fiction because she thought it was so terrible she wrote But hers was awful too. Well it was, <laughs> but she didn't know that. <laughs> but it, it made me wonder that. I don't hmm. I'm gonna I am I'm just gonna say this out loud. I don't think she was smart enough to think <laughs> of that. Okay. As a metaphor for anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You think she probably doesn't know what a metaphor is? I'm, I'm going to go with that. Okay. And didn't even do like some very basic research on the mm-hmm. things that she was writing about. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Metaphor, I think you're giving her too much credit. <laughs> okay. So That's fair enough. You know that there's, there's three of those books, and each of those books has 50 shades. That's 150 <laughs> shades of gray. Is there even 150 shades of gray on the Pantone color wheel or scale? Or is whatever? there even 50? Do you remember the titles? No, it's Fifty Shades of Grey, Fifty Shades Freed, and then and Darker. Fifty Shades. Uh, I think that all goes back to other shades of grey. <laughs> wow. Well, that I don't think there are. On if you're looking at the color or if you're looking at, like, people. Because, like... That's a gray area. Oh. <laughs> uh-huh. I think I think again we're getting into Denise's what Denise said about she probably didn't have that in mind when she <laughs> too much credit. Yeah. Yeah. You're giving her way too much credit. <laughs> All right, I think I think I think we need to put the nail in the coffin on this one oh, and Chris. and call it the long overdue podcast. <laughs> Put a stake in it. It's done. 